welcome to Vet Zone, where passion for animals, science, and medicine lives. Do you overeat? There's a vaccine for that. I have always loved the story about the tortoise and the hare. Born a glacial thinker, the story gave me hope. As a child, I worried that it was a mark of stupidity, and as a teenager, I believed it to be proof of philosopher material. And today, well, I think it just means that I take my time to think. Some people are quick-witted, and others take their time to process. Advantages and disadvantages to both exist. Unfortunately, only after the event has occurred do we know if the trait was helpful or not in that situation. Just like people, some bacteria are fast and others are slow. Today's context for discussion is replication speed. Under ideal conditions, many bacteria replicate every 20 minutes. With asexual reproduction, the bacterial cell enlarges to a maximum point, then divides itself into two. Instead of one portly cell, two identical diminutive cells remain, bacterial twins. Thus, if you start with a hundred bacteria in your potato salad, and it incubates in a warm environment for 20 minutes, you then have 200 bacteria. At 40 minutes, 400, an hour, 800. By two hours, the bacteria boast a population of 6,400. Roughly 150,000 bacteria can fit on the tip of a single strand of human hair. If that single strand touched the potato salad, then after two hours of sitting out, you have just under 53 million bacteria. Now do you understand why it is so vital to refrigerate perishable food within two hours of sitting out? And within one hour if the temperature exceeds 90 degrees Fahrenheit? Some bacteria replicate slower than others. Mycobacterium, the causative agent of tuberculosis, can't double faster than every 14 hours. Under most conditions, mycobacteria takes even longer. If mycobacterium is the tortoise of the bacterial world, Clostridium perfringens is the hare. It beats most bacteria with a top speed of doubling every 10 minutes. What does this all have to do with overeating? Well, overeating disease is a ruminant condition, often brought on by feeding excess grain. We refer to grains as concentrates because grain concentrates or compacts nutrients and calories into a tiny space. When we need dense calories and nutrients fast, we utilize concentrates with our ruminants. So now we have a crowded sea of concentrated nutrition and billions of various normal floral bacteria in a dark, warm, and wet environment, the rumen. Remember, fermenting is a goat's primary job. The problem arises when you have a super reproducer like Clostridium perfringens type C or D, which, being a gram-positive bacterium, can generate and release exotoxins. These bacteria want all the food themselves, so release exotoxins or outside-of-themselves toxins to keep down the competition. Little do they know that by being so greedy, they are polluting their microcosm, the goat. Their greed destroys their world and in the end leaves them with nothing if drastic intervention isn't begun. This disease can be fatal. Does this scenario sound like an allegory for anything? 
Human greed risks the macrocosm of our precious blue earth. But back to our story. We have a situation where we have fed the goat too much grain. That is, they've overeaten. Despite other normal bacteria replicating, Clostridium perfringens quickly outstrips them. They become greedy and in vast numbers release exotoxins. For this reason, the disease is also called enterotoxemia. Entero refers to gastrointestinal, where the problem originates. Tox, of course, refers to toxin generation, and the suffix emia indicates that the toxins become bloodborne and poison the animal. Beyond destroying multiple organs at once, the swollen, blood appearance of the kidneys explains why this disease sometimes bears a third name of pulpy kidney disease. Can't we just use some antibiotics and prevent this bacterium? Not really. First, it's part of the normal flora. In nature, this bacterium rarely becomes a problem as wild goats don't have access to that much grain. Secondly, Clostridium perfringens inhabit soil throughout the world. And third, antibiotics cannot preferentially kill all the Clostridium in the goat while leaving the rest of the normal flora alone. So what can we do? While we need to be careful from overfeeding grain to goats, legitimate reasons for feeding grain exist. Furthermore, excess grain is not the only culprit. Recovery from illness, heavy burdens of intestinal parasites like nematodes and coccidia, kids feeding on too much milk, or any condition that slows peristalsis, the movement of ingesta along the gastrointestinal tract can lead to enterotoxemia. Luckily, the core goat vaccine, CDT, addresses this disease and dramatically reduces the risk of the condition occurring. The C and D refer to Clostridium perfringens type C and D. The vaccine provides the goat with an immune response against bloodborne toxins that are made from this bacterium. Antibodies work well to neutralize many types of toxins. In the next goat cast, we will cover the last letter, T, which stands for tetanus. Thank you for listening.